What is up, guys? This is Alec Engold, another Fortune Gold podcast. We're rolling it right into off-season life. What it's like to, to go through an off-season. What do you do from February until July, until it's time to get back up, strap the pads on. We're talking off-season, everything off-season from the highs, the lows, everything in between, um, and how it's different from you know rookie year to year five. Excited to talk through off-season and, and how this stuff goes and what we're up to in the past six, seven months and um, give you kind of a, a sneak peek. Let's dive into this thing. Let's roll, man. Off-season. Off-season is, uh, it's a, it's like a, it's a false word. I feel like there is no off-season. It's just like different activities and different stressors and different ways to improve. Like, yeah, off-season is, you're not performing, but man, there's so many different points in the off-season that I love having different measuring sticks, like where you afford yourself the ability to go do other things. And like, I don't, I don't mean that in the phrase of like, okay, I'm stepping outside of football. So I'm just going to go do whatever the heck I want. No, it's like, you're able to kind of experience things. Um, how do I put this? Like watching, watching playoff basketball in uh, May and June. I love watching playoff basketball with the guys that are performing and they're at the, the top of the top. They're performing right now. And we're fans of of the sport of the game of competitors. You see Jason Tatum going crazy. You see Jimmy Butler doing his thing. You got, um, Jokic and and the Denver nuggets winning the NBA finals and (laughs) all the things that, that you experience, but you get to experience moments in a different light. And what I mean by that is you kind of get to take the microcosm of being a competitor, seeing Jimmy Butler, step up for the heat and to have that underdog mentality and seeing those undrafted guys perform at such a high level, you're able to watch it with a different lens, a different tint, because I I don't want to say you can relate to a basketball player in, in, or as an athlete or a competitor, but you're able to see that fire. You're able to see how they perform when the pressure is on. You're able to see that and be like, okay, I want to, I want to take whatever they're doing right there. I'm going to learn from it. And I want to move it into how I can compartmentalize little wins for me in this off season, during training, during this off season, during weightlifting, during running. So that when it's my time to shine, I can take those lessons and I can develop them and I can, I can perform with those. Right. I, I think that's one example. Another one is being able to like public speak or have foundation events. Um, this last uh, couple of weeks was nuts with fan foundation events. We went money mini camp, which is a two day financial literacy camp for um, underrepresented kids in Dane County, uh, that go to the boys and girls club and they have an unbelievable regional workforce center for these kids. But what we do is a two day event. Uh, we went Wednesday and Thursday and we help these kids in financial literacy. First off, how money works, what credit debit is, how to needs and wants budgeting, savings plans, like the foundational elements of financial literacy. We're teaching it to these kids from the lens of NFL football player. So being able to share stories from, from teammates that have, you know, find out that they have bad credit because of different family upbringings, whatever it is, um, being able to relate to them and, and show them like, this is important to, to pay attention now in the summertime while you're in high school, while you're still, um, 
somewhat in this, this safe space so that you can apply it. So you don't have to wait until you're 22, 23, 24 years old. Like some of us had to wait to learn those tough lessons, right? Um, we have UW credit union come out. They're amazing. We have uh, school of human ecology, Cliff Robb, Linda LaPay are, are absolute all-stars at, at the heads of the school of human ecology over at university of Wisconsin. I am an alumni, a proud alumni of SOHI um, to be able to bring those educators into the boys and girls club kids in MMSD, it's world-class education that they're getting on that day one on financial literacy. So being able to also um, get games, financial literacy games that we had, there's a visa financial football game that was awesome, super competitive, uh, got all the kids going as well as a a lot of different role plays on like creditors and how um, payday loans are trying to take advantage of you and just equipping them with the tools to make smart financial decisions for whatever their goals are, right? Like that's day one, that was Wednesday. Then you transfer into to Thursday and we do all personal development and professional development. So it was really cool um, to work with a couple of volunteers from the University of Wisconsin. Um, Brittany Root is like an all-star. She helped me so much when I was, um, <laughs> when I was applying for Oracle uh, going into my senior year because I did not think I was going to be a football player. Um, not that I didn't think I was going to be a football player, but uh, if you look up the draft stock, rankings from for fullbacks in 2017 2018 it was bleak for your boy and she definitely helped me with resume cover letter goal setting um purpose to to action to impact statements to um being able to interview phone interviews in-person interviews uh dressing to success shaking hands verbal and nonverbal communication so we take all of those topics, those, those talking points, and we give them to the same kids. So they just learned financial literacy. They, they're learning uh, how money works, how the, the game of finance works. And then we transfer that into what's your goal? What are you trying to do in life? What, what do you actually want to do? Um, and then how can we equip you with the soft skills, the communication skills, the ability to have confidence of your thoughts and your beliefs and turn those into action so you can act on it and you can have confidence in it in a professional way so that eventually um, you get to do some mock interviews with some recruiters that are actually hiring in the Madison area. We had Trek Bike come out, Northwestern Mutual, um, Exact Sciences, like great community leaders in the area. Park Bank was also out there. I don't know if I said that one yet. but we had an amazing, amazing time. Uh, the homie Nick organized those um, those mock interviews for the kids. But to see those kids transform through those two days, this is our it was our fourth time doing it. Uh, we've done it in a bunch of different states, but uh, second time with this group, about third year overall doing the money mini camp for the two day experience. And it it is really cool to, to be able to have such a powerful, impactful foundation event. Right. And we're talking off season. I can't do that in season. I can't do those types of things when we're, we're prepping for the Broncos, like got to give all of your effort, energy, intentionality to prepping for a, a three, four defense. Right. And to be able to then, take all those life lessons that you learn from the prep, the, the diligence, the discipline, the, the soft skills, the, the character traits that you learn from football and apply them into money minicamp so that you can play a highlight video of you 
playing for the Dolphins and scoring touchdowns and celebrating with your boys and um, having big hits and big blocks. So the kids are like, okay, we're locked in. This guy is like, he plays in the NFL, like he currently plays in the NFL. But then to transform all of those lessons, those character traits into such an impactful vehicle like Money Minicamp for two days for those 30 kids from the Boys and Girls Club at Dane County. That's some stuff that you can do in the offseason. That's what the guys are up to. That's what we're all doing. So we did that Wednesday, Thursday. Later on that Thursday, we had our first ever foundation fundraiser. So the Ingold Family Foundation had a, a fundraiser. We go through that and it was uh, emotional to say the least. Uh, we talk about adoption stories, talk about gift of adoption, My um, playing a bunch of videos from the NFL Films crew. ESPN Wisconsin is there. Ben Brust, uh, Greg Scalzo is there. Absolutely just powerhouse units of energy um, there to, to be able to drive everything home. But uh, really cool to bring a community together. Uh, first ever fundraiser and um, to be able to just share your vision with other people and why the foundation is scheduled the way it is. So to be able to public speak, to be able to bring a team together, to be able to talk about vision statements for the next 10 years of a foundation, like all of those things. Once again, off season event, I can't do a fundraiser in season. Like I don't have the mental capacity, the bandwidth um, to be able to do that in season. So to be able to put a lot of effort and energy into a keynote there um, to run a fundraiser and have such a great team uh, and great sponsors to be able to put that thing on, man, it was, uh, that's something that will stick with me into the season that th those moments, those conversations, um, the purpose, it, it gives you the a reason to get off of that training table in the training room in the middle of December when uh, your bumps and bruises are kind of adding up. And it's like, these are the people that you're playing for. These are, this is a community that's watching you that, that is willing to <laughs> invest their time effort and energy into, um, supporting you on the field. So, um, that fundraiser was great on Thursday. We head up to Green Bay, Wisconsin on Friday and had the second annual, you know, uh, Green Bay football camp. Um, I think we call it Green Bay football summit. It was awesome. We had like 300 kids sign up like immediately and uh, obviously had some fluctuation with summer schedules, but to get all those kids t-shirts to be able to run an NFL first down camp for the first time. NFLPA showed up and donated a bunch of stuff, a bunch of giveaways for those kids to have your family, to be able to help volunteer and inspire that, that next generation of, you know, a lot of them were pirates, uh, Bayport pirates growing up. That, that's what we're able to do. Um, but just the overall area, um, you have kids from De Pere, from Ashwab, the overall Green Bay area kind of falls where, kids are able to have fun and just be kids and go out there and get good instruction from varsity football coaches, the, the Bayport staff, Howard Swamico school district for them to be able to put it on. Man, I can't thank those guys enough um, to be able to open up the doors to allow for something like that to happen. Um, they don't ask for a single dollar. So I don't have to ask for a single dollar. You keep the, the event free. You have some sponsors. Uh, Bell and health came up in a big way. Uh, to be able to get those kids shirts, to get them, you know, set up so that they can have a really fun day and reduce all of the friction for getting those kids there. It's free. It's fun. It's good football. You know, you're learning how to tackle and in, in, in a safe way, no pads, no contact, um, you know, catching and all of those things that all the kids get to play every single position. 
And for those kids from third to eighth grade to get out there on a summer day, on a Friday, man, it, it means the world. And those are, that's another one of those purposeful things. You can't throw a football camp on in the middle of the season, but those memories, those core memories of kids coming up to you and laughing and, and like, you remember those full circle moments of being that kid going to football camps and, and getting that instruction and looking up to uh, NFL football players and w- just dreaming of being able to be in that spot. So to be able to have the family, the infrastructure, the support system, to be able to put that on for those kids that are growing up now, um, some some of the coolest full circle moments uh, happen uh, on that Friday football camp. And um, I, I had no voice afterwards. I'm running around for, we had two different sessions going on and just trying to bring as much juice as possible, making sure that every kid was having a smile on their face. We had our MVP awards and it wasn't the most talented kid. No, it was the kid that worked the hardest, that was able to be a good teammate, supporting other kids, all of those things that you want from a football player, all those life lessons that football teaches you. Uh, we wanted to reinforce that for those kids and, and to give them signed footballs and, and football cards and whatever it was to just make it that much more impactful, that much more meaningful uh, to drive home the lessons that football teaches you uh, was, was really, really cool. And then we finished and capped off the week. This is all consecutive days with a battle for Wisconsin charity softball game. It's our second year doing it. Had an absolute blast. We had an alumni team versus a current team. We had, uh, so current Badger football players. And like, if you're following Badger football, if you're from Wisconsin, like Luke Fickle is, is coming into Madison, Wisconsin. He's, he's flipping that thing upside down. The amount of change, the, the hype, the juice is real. A lot of these guys came in from the transfer portal, haven't gotten to meet them very much yet. And um, to be able to get those kids taken care of, playing in the charity softball game, really, really cool. A uh, really cool moment to be able to, to see those guys all together, um, really disciplined, like showing up on time, doing all the little things right now. The softball skills that are lacking heavy. And it's granted, you know, this is a Saturday. It's after a tough week. I'm sure they were squatting a heck of a lot of weight, uh, a little sore, whatever it was. But the old guys put the wood to them, man. We had, um, we had a lot of guys on the alumni team from a bunch of different generations of Badger players. Um, and it was just a really cool event in the summertime to be able to bring the community together, bring different generations, like I said, of Badger football all in one place to just kind of enhance that brotherhood, to keep that, that, that motion W thick through all the bloodlines of, of Badgers from different coaches, from different experiences, from different decades. Um, it, it was really cool to see. I remember growing up watching Brian Calhoun and, and John Stocko to have those guys on the team. John Stocko got robbed of a home run. It was nuts. Jackson Acker reaches over the fence in left field, robs a home run. Like not, not the little fence that you have, like the, the normal charity softball game stuff. Like it was, it was the big one. It was the, the big dog um, for him to rob him was nuts to have Chris Borland running around sliding into home plate. That's the guy that I like loved watching growing up playing middle linebacker. That's what I wanted to do. Um, Alex Erickson hits for the cycle. We, we put the wood to those guys. I think I, I don't remember what the score was. Matt LaPay was doing his absolute best to try and keep, keep the energy high. Chris Orr is an absolute entertainer. Like that's, that is the word for Chris Orr entertainer. He's hilarious. He was behind home plate. He can hardly catch a throw, but he was bringing the juice. He was like the glue to the entire team. Uh, I unfortunately went over three this year. Uh, cannot believe that performance. It was, it was really bad, really bad performance from your guy. Um, but it was really cool to, to bring the community together, have those guys together. And then it was, it supports the Ingold family foundation. So all of those funds, anything that we raised, um, 
for all of these events. It goes towards serving the, the youth that, that we do for money mini camp, for football camps, for adoption advocacy, um, and just continuing to, to build this community out. So to be able to go through an off season and have a week like that, that gives so much guys purpose, passion, energy, fulfillment, sustained motivation in the season. Those are the types of things that you put and you plan and you have your team together for the off season so that when you have the availability, when you can be in other places, um, you make the most of them. And it's been cool to follow along with a lot of other guys doing stuff like that. Um, rookies, you know, it's tough. They're trying to get stuff off the ground and, um, you're, you're in such a tunnel vision, but when you're going into year five, I think you're able to kind of build small baby steps into those events, right? Like I've been working on these things for a few years now and to have annual stuff, annual expectations, you break through and you do really cool events and you serve different communities one year, uh, that can create an annual event, but then you go into the next thing and you, all of a sudden you kind of create a week where you can create a lot of impact in the off season. So it was a lot of fun to be able to do that with the guys. I think it, it was some of the most purposeful and mindful work that I've ever done in the off season. I think, um, without your family and that support system, um, and the, the entire team that you put together, I don't think any of it's possible. You know, it takes a village to be able to put those stuff on, but that's what gives you passion and purpose and meaning behind the Jersey that you put on, um, going into the season, because man, when you're in training camp, you are absolutely forging the, the logo, the dolphins name that combines the team, right? The colors, the Jersey uniform, the blood, sweat, and tears, the sacrifice that you put on in training camp, man, that unifies a unit that unifies a team that unifies a season when you're able to go through all of that in training camp, be with your guys, right? Like that's, that gives you so much more. You're not just playing for yourself. You're playing for the guy next to you. You're playing for the guy um, on the other side of the ball. Who's just watching you cheering you on like that brings meaning and purpose and motivation into the day-to-day grind of a season. But when you're in the off season and you can bring a community together and team and and social network and um, be able to build your, your own unique team up, that kind of helps that name on the back of the Jersey mean a little bit more. You know, when, when people are watching 30, um, they're expecting there's expectations there and to be able to have your team put in place and to have those events where you can share inspiration and give back to the people that support you so much through thick and thin. I think that's what just strengthens those bonds so much more and brings so much more meaning and passion and purpose uh, into the game of football. And I think that's what one of the most beautiful things about it is like, Man, football brings all these people together from all different backgrounds, all different belief systems, whatever it is, all different parts, corners of the country, of the world. And you're able to unify under a Sunday night, a Monday night football game, a playoff game, whatever it is, and just cheer for your guys and cheer for those people that you support because you've had those human interactions, those one-on-one moments that we are able to do nowadays. Um, man, that's that's what's really cool about the offseason. That's what I love spending my time on the off season, speaking, doing all these things um, on the foundation and just kind of, it's all purposeful. It's all, it's all put together. It might seem like very disconnected from the outside, but when you kind of put it all together from the financial literacy, from the job readiness that I had to go through in college and giving that to the high school kids from the football camps that you grew up to, to be able to recreate that with your family, with your um alma mater at high school to uh, a college brotherhood, a softball game where we all get to look goofy and have fun and have those great experiences 
all of that combined, that's how I got to the place I'm at right now um, on this podcast, talking about training camp coming up. But it, it brings so much meaning and purpose and those, that full circleness to it, where that you're able to take that and use it for all of the good that you can possibly get um, into a season. So that when it's time for the season, man, you are so locked in on that game plan. You are so locked in on those workouts. You're so locked in on what you can do for the guy next to you to help um, those little inches. It's a game of inches. And to be able to be there, be present, not be worried about um, other people or other events that happen in the off season, you can compartmentalize that and keep it in the off season. Uh, I think that's what helps football players be great football players. So that's what I've been up to this off season. That's what a lot of my guys have been. I think uh, Teron Armstead, Brandon Copeland, um, a number of guys, Javon Holland that I look up to Jalen Phillips. You can go down the list of, of all of these guys that do amazing things in the off season that bring their community together. Um, I, I know I'm missing a whole heck of a lot. Raheem Mostert is one of the best foundations uh, waves of success program that he does. That's, that's what's really cool about these guys in the summertime, giving back, being able to recharge those batteries and, and be purposeful with their time in the off season when they're not working out for that three week, that three hour window or whatever they are working out um, to be the best football players they can be. So I take a, a lot of um, notes from some of those older guys, some of the vets, and I, I try and do the best I can um, back where my feet are at. So that was the off season. That's a little recap of the off season and kind of why uh, guys put so much effort and energy into community events, foundations, um, when they have the time and the capacity to do so. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Forging Gold Podcast. If you like this one, the foundation stuff, the off-season stuff, man, send it to a friend. Make sure that you're, you're listening, you're, you're collaborating, commenting, and getting those five-star reviews. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, please share, please rate, please give those comments so that we can build this community out together. I love seeing those comments and, and be able to post it out on social media. I appreciate this community that we're building together. It's amazing to get to hear all the voices and uh, can't wait till next time, man. Let's get at it. Let's go.